Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know what happened? I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, we have bad news. And I said, what? And he says, your herpes has crabs. (laughs) So... Wow. You're like, fuck, I didn't even know that was possible. Goddamn herpes. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Doug. They sound uh, like- Yeah, we have a t-shirt sale going on, guys. Wet t-shirt sale? Uh, wet t-shirt wet. sale. Woo! All you have to do is jump in the lake and you have a wet t-shirt. I want to see Adam's Are nipples. we doing an all-white shirt uh, campaign? No. No, uh, okay, let's be serious now. All no, right. All right, we do we- have shirts. And you know what? I was going to cut this off on the 23rd, but I've decided that Let's give people more time to buy shirts. Are we bringing back the the classics, the Raw Truth shirt and the, what else? What do we got? We have the Raw Truth shirt and we have a V-neck mind pump. I'm about is, that one. Oh, that's the one you sent the to us. The end of summer yeah. V. So, like, this, uh, so, so this is such, this is like the softest, yeah. plushest, I don't know, it, cotton. This is it, my favorite shirt. It's a tri-blend. And it falls, falls beautifully on the body. It's got the V-neck. So you could, it just fucking looks sick. It I, looks sick. I have a picture on my Instagram. You look like a it. GQ model. Yeah, it's. I pretty much look fantastic in it's it. A very classy shirt, for sure. Sex sexiness level, very high. Okay, yeah, All very right. high. My then, favorite for sure. So what I've decided to do instead of cut it off on Wednesday, like I was, I'm going to extend it through the weekend, dude. Yeah, I like extending you know it why? versus cutting it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I've tried both. And yeah, yeah. The Extension part, is always better. People, people talk about how mean, how mean Doug is. Yeah, but then he proves them wrong. You know what? With I like to like I, I like to appear like this hard ass and then surprise everybody. And then you're, by, you have a soft ass by being yeah. this. You know, he has, he's got a jiggly ass. It's a soft <laughs> not, jiggly ass. Not enough squats. Not enough squats. I'm not <laughs> glute dominant enough. That's the teacher know? mentality, right? You come in like a dick. So and you get those implants. You gotta set it. You gotta set the drop the hammer. So, do we have men's and women's? Are these men's? What's going on? They're unisex, but women have been asking for like that women specific tanks and tees so i'm going to be looking into that as well okay maybe but go to mindpumpradio.com and there's a button i think it's a blue button or as top. adam would say yeah make sure you guys get to www.mindpumpradio.com one w just disappears every time it's the it's the word it's the wizard web it's the wizard web buy it if you want to pump your body and expand your mind there's only one place to go mind pump mind pump with your hosts sal de stefano adam schaefer and justin andrews hey let's talk about how much you guys missed me when i was gone what uh Where'd like wait, he was gone what you what? went somewhere? did that happen uh, you yeah know, we dude, did. I, you, know, you know what you know we, we were more like we, we were fantasizing me and sal both were sitting here fantasizing you know, that we were there with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. in the pool, mm-hmm. yeah. With you no doing one else. other things. So let me let me tell you what happened though. This something fascinating happened. You weren't here. Justin 
emerged like a like a butterfly <laughs> and he just at a, at a cocoon. did you hear the episode he I was did. talking about all kinds of crazy knowledge i did i did god i did, right I, did. Now, I, did. I gotta drop some knowledge i think man. you i think you repress him a little bit i don't know i feel uh, like bro bro here's uh, let me let me defend myself because <laughs> like i was saying like we haven't just haven't covered any topics that i'm like that's my thing yet you know what i yeah. mean so i just wait till it comes and it's taking only uh, 152 episodes to get there. <laughs> Look how hard Adam's trying not to interrupt you. But <laughs> guess what? It's you been know, a week, bro. It's That's in why. there. I know, he's looking, he's you guys just got to ask the questions. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, I kind of feel like it's like a, like we're like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I kind of feel like I'm the peanut butter. And I don't want to say that just because the peanut butter is the best part of the sandwich. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's like not, sometimes you can take the jelly and bread because it's like, oh, it's kind of like toast. Exactly. You know, it's kind of good. No, exactly. no, no. I'm yeah. the bread because if it but was just it's peanut not butter filling. and jelly, it's a f- mess. Bro. <laughs> you know, like, where are you going to put it? You're all hopped up on carbs. But, you know, you're, just, you're, you're not full and, and satiated. It's it's still right? great. You're, jelly jelly toast is still you're like awesome. Satiator. You guys yeah. are You guys are being rude right now because in the room right now we have another dick. There's an Whoa. extra dick in here. Thank God we, we got, have another. We got five dicks in the room. We got five dicks in the room. So I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to bring my buddy uh, Dave in here. So Dave Pedalero is with us, uh, trainer of the star. He's he's like the pro trainer, stars, yeah. celebrities, pros, you name it. Right, yeah. D- done he's, it all. He's your guy, entrepreneur. Also, you also he just recently purchased a NutriShop over here, which is cool. That's hey, really congratulations, bro. Thank you, thank yeah, you. that's yeah. awesome. It's local. What's the address? It's on Burnell, right? One one seven Burnell Road nine. 5119. Beautiful. Next to Gold's Gym. Right across the street from the, the mecca of the Silicon Valley Golds. That's the one that everybody works out at. So the, yep. the, the, we've been trying to get Dave on here for a while now. We've been friends for a long time. And to give a little hi- history, and I'll let Dave talk about himself in a minute, but uh, you know, I, I immediately before I even met this guy, I had a lot of respect for him. So I actually followed, um, I, when I took over Santa Teresa, 24 Hour Fitness is where uh, we all come from. Uh, Dave was there also. Um, yeah, did you, did he work with you too? No, he didn't. He no, was there. actually you. you I know you worked with me. Yeah. yeah, I know you worked with me. Yeah, so. he was he was at he was at Santa Teresa, and you know it was cool is because anytime you came into a new club, I could all I, you know I'm, I was always competing for the, the over the previous year, so I could look at the stats of the trainers that were there before my staff came in, and uh, it was it was Dave and who was the other guy that was that was always right be- right below you? Uh, probably this guy Bryn. Yeah, Bryn Heath, maybe. Yeah, there was one other. There was one other guy that was that was always close to you, but you were always the one that was cranking two hundred. Well, Dave, Dave will all. I'll, this is how I remember you as a trainer. Extremely professional. Um, uh, clients loved him, and always kind of a student of the uh, of fitness. Always learning. Always, you know, uh, you know, perfecting his craft. You don't see that with a lot of trainers. You see a lot of trainers who start training, and then the way they train people stays the same. They never yeah. try to improve or. Or change. Yeah, my experience with Dave, I just knew like, you know, he had he had his specialization right away. Like I could tell that like he had you know found himself as far as like fitness and like training these athletes for the stage and and like he was your guy that you'd go to. And so like even you know as I trained in Golds at the time with him, like that was like people would seek him out, you know, specifically because you know he's he's made such a name for himself from that aspect. So very cool. Yeah. So th- that being said, so we t- we just all jerked you off right no, there. Yeah. Right? Well, Thank you. Well, just get going. Just get you warmed up. What Thanks. I what I don't know, and and maybe you can enlighten us and the listeners and stuff like that is that transition for you. You know, you were a badass trainer, twenty four fitness. You decided to go private. You you worked on. You headed over to Golds, and then when when did you really? I know you were competing as a bodybuilder. When did you really get into to coaching a lot of athletes? So the coaching didn't come along until um, maybe 2008, 2000, I'd say 2008. 
I did my first show in 2003. So it was a big gap between, you know, just okay. uh, doing my shows, training my clients. I remember you know? that. Uh, started training, let's see, 12 years ago, 10 years of golds now. Um, I'd say the real coaching got about three years ago. That was solid. The sport of uh, men's physique had just came out. Uh, everybody wanted to do it. It was a new hot thing. So um, got a group of guys together, started working with them, and uh, started doing shows. Very cool. So uh, do you have any names you could give us of people you've worked with or trained? So, Some local – because I know you're, those, these are like local big boys. Like A couple, couple of guys that I um, started out with would be uh, John Wen, um, James Hurst, Eddie Ronchetti. Uh, let's see, a couple more. There, there's been a whole bunch, mm-hmm. you know, but those are just a couple off the top well, of my I head. Well, w- I went to Dave when I – my very first show, so I kind of – sought out i was like okay this is a new world for me although i'm somebody who can do my diet my training do that i wanted to seek someone who i knew that uh one uh i felt knew more than i did in in this in this field and that i felt comfortable with with taking advice from and what i found out really early before i even found dave was you know i was talking to a lot of different coaches and people that i know and stuff and man i was seeing like the the diets and the routines and the stuff they're putting through and i thought this is crazy like a lot of these coaches out 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 in the area, and I'm talking about well-respected coaches as far as how many athletes they have underneath them and, and how many people they teach, um, are teaching a lot of bad shit, a mm-hmm. lot of really bad stuff. And I was like, wow. So instantly I knew that I was not going to go and, and uh, <laughs> hire anybody like that or, or you know, if, if I already saw right away when I first met them that they were given like bullshit diets and, and workout routines for these, these athletes to get in shape, I was like, okay, well – that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who's going to enlighten me and teach me something maybe that I don't already know. And at that time, like I, I had, well, he's no- also got a trainer background. Yeah, right, right, right. Not, not a lot of coaches actually train. Exactly. I mean, so, so that's the one specialty that I have is I get to work hands on with a lot of my clients, which is that's my love, that's my passion, that's what I started out doing was changing lives. I came into the field as a trainer first. I fell into the coaching aspect, not willingly, but kind of forcefully by a lot of people coming to me mm-hmm. you know it, it's still not something that i thrive on i just do it as a hobby mm-hmm. but my passion is training you know i get up at three fifteen. my first client's at 5 a.m and that's what i go for is changing the everyday person's life making them feel like they can achieve the same results as somebody who already has an athletic background mm-hmm. which I, I think that's so key for those that are trying to hire a coach or find someone is you want to see that first you want to see that he or she, whether it's a male or female coach, has got that that fitness background first as, as training and health, the health and nutrition piece first. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding what's best for your body overall and then, then also accepting that, hey, we're about to do something that's extreme and compete. But as a trainer and a good trainer, you're always, you know, you're always trying to stay true to that, that taking care of the body and being healthy first, you know, before you're just doing these extremes. And I feel like a lot of these other coaches, they just push a lot of athletes to extremes to get these extreme results, not thinking about the repercussions that they're going to pay for afterwards. And so, you know, when I got down to my final uh, two weeks of my first show, that's where I, I sought after Dave and, and then actually uh, hired him. I paid him to, uh, to hey, coach me and, and make sure that I'm doing everything right. And, you know, it was some of the best advice I had ever got was going and speaking to him. There's just a lot of things that, you know, even with my knowledge and background, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize how important that was going to be to my stage presence. And so I attribute a lot of my early on success in, in competing from him. So Well that's where the specific coaching really comes into play is that those final, you know, pre contest weeks, I would assume. 
Oh, very. You know, the most important are the yeah. last two weeks leading up into the show. I mean, that's where you either make it or break it, right. you know? So what, what are some of the worst, what are some of the bad things you see in terms of coaching for, you know, you don't have to call anybody out unless you want to, but, uh, you know, what are some of the, some of the things you see that are just like, you know, we, like, we actually like, God, like what that do you, if you, know, you do, yeah. Yeah, like common things that you might see that are, are just not worth. Um, I mean, some some of the common mistakes, I guess, would be, you know, uh, not learning the individual's body first. And just making certain assumptions. Uh, everybody's different, though. Mm-hmm. You know, so so there's a reason every coach does something, and, and that's that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what they see, and that's the way they decide to do it, and that that's perfectly fine. Um, I always believe in learning the body first. I always make sure I get a past track history of what the individual's been doing, and I kind of gauge it on on that progress. If it takes me longer to achieve the results, that's fine, because I know that uh, in the long run, it's going to be better that way. Do you see that with uh, a lot with diet? For example, you hear some people talk about going real low carb. Other people talk about cycling carbs. And then there's other, of course, other people talk about eating higher carb and lower fat. Um, do you adhere to a particular philosophy or do you notice that some people do better with you know one or the other? Well, I mean, number one, right off the bat, anybody says I need to get ready, automatically they cut their carbs, whether that's be somebody training for a show or whether that's an individual client. I met a guy today, uh, it was his first session, he's 430 pounds. He comes to me and he says, yeah, you know, I just dropped 60 pounds. I, I cut all carbs, stopped eating carbs. I'm like, okay, how'd that work for you? Well, as soon as I ate carbs, I gained all my weight back. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so so it didn't work for you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, a lot of people just use it as a quick fix. And that's fine, you know, if that's what you're going for. But then you have to understand that when everyday life comes back into play, things are going to be different. And um, the biggest thing I see is post-show. Mm. A lot of people diet extreme, they go real low, and then after the show is done and over, when they incorporate regular food back into their life, they blow up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's some huge weight gains post-show Oh, I've seen. Yeah. Like, crazy. Do you, um, uh, how does that affect the athlete if they keep doing that? Number one is um, I experience a lot of mental, mental breakdown first and foremost, um, opposed to actually some stuff that harms the body with a lot of retention, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be from fat, water, sodium. Um, the the biggest key I see when I work with a lot of people is mental. You know, uh, mentally they don't look as good as they used to. Uh, physically they don't look as good. They can't perform like they used to. And a lot of people actually have a downward spiral from that. So first and foremost, you have to make sure that they take care of themselves. Yeah, um, yeah. That but, mental that mental part is not talked about enough. No, what, no, it's not. What What about this too? I I kind of noticed this. And I, I'm curious to you because you've you've trained even more athletes than I have is um, I, I kind of find it really, especially with men, it's more common with the men, especially in men's physique and stuff that come in. They uh, they just want, they want to learn like a, a steroid stack. They want to hear hormones, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they think that that's like, that's the answer. Like, you know, I'm going to hire this coach and maybe he'll tell me like what steroids I need to take so I can look like that. Like that's the, that's the answer to looking like that. Do you see that a lot? I do and I don't, you know, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, do I need to take this, this and that? I said, well, you know, I mean, that, that's totally up to you. I mean, I've worked with people that get amazing results without them, mm-hmm. right. you know? Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of times it's thought of as the the secret, yeah. or, you know, or that, that's going to do the work for someone. Yeah, that's what but, I mean. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, look, I'll, I was in the gym today. I was working out today at Gold's, the one on Monterey. It's the one I usually work out at. And uh, there was a dude working out. Um, and, you, I mean, you can clearly see that he's got a shitty diet. His workout sucks, but he's on a shit ton of gear. So what do you think he looks like? A big bloated, yeah. un- like looks like he's about to have a heart attack, and he's working out, and it looks like that's that's what he always does. And so, you know, you could take a lot of gear 
and not have diet and exercise right, and you're going to look like shit. Oh yeah, you're so not going to look good. So you know that's kind of so what so what got you into so now you're in another venture now. So you've you've been you've been a trainer for a long time. You've been a trainer for a very long time. Yeah, working with athletes, coaching, and now you bought a supplement store. Yeah, so um, you bought NutriShop. The purchase of the NutriShop, you know, has uh, been in the works for a while now. Um, my buddy Anthony used to own it before. Uh, major props to him for starting it up, you know, and getting three other ones started. You know, he did an amazing job building the business, um, and it was time for him to, you know, on a way out. You mm-hmm. know, so uh, so we talked about it and we came up with something for me to go ahead and purchase this one. Um, you know, I got a strong staff with me. Got a great partner. Um, Basically, uh, what it is, it's I'm, I'm looking to bring a togetherness back to the industry that's kind of been uh, separated for a while now. Um, I want to bring a one-stop shop. You know, So not only out of the shop are we going to have supplements, but we're going to promote other trainers now out of the shop, You know, help them build their business. Um, <clears throat> bringing in meal services, so we're going to be providing the meal prep so you can go there right now and you can pick up your meals for the day. They're already ready to go. Oh, wow. Portioned out. Um, Females, just right off the bat, we're going four and four. Males, we're going six and six. I mean, you could do a lot more with that, but just real basic right off the bat. It's right there. We can go eight and eight. We could do a lot of things. You know, we can get them on, um, like you were saying, the carb cycles. We can get them on different things. But, you know, if you want to make it easy and convenient after the gym, what do I eat? Go there. Boom. You're ready to go. So it's just all set up. Which is cool. It's right by the gym, too. Yeah. Yeah. Those that don't know where that address is, it's literally right in the same parking lot. It sounds, you know, its philosophy is going to work really well. And it feels like he kind of learned that from working with me years ago. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I, I would attribute that to the nickname Meatball. Yes, you're right. So it it has stuck with me for 12 years. I I was about 225 pounds there. And and that's kind of what uh, you and DJ used to call me. Hey, Meatball. Hey, Meatball. I don't remember that. Yeah. So, uh, so you're a dick. Even so, ju- just for you, we have a special on turkey meatballs this week. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 if you want to go down there, you know. Yeah. So, I want to get into uh, stuff that Justin loves to talk about um, right now because yeah, I'm fresh off of coming uh, from the Olympia and and flying in literally right now. And you look really, uh, you still look sober. Oh, he's fresh. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck so you. Really fresh sober right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, those that are listening right now, it's about uh, six o'clock our time right now. I uh, I landed at uh, 520 and then drove straight from the airport here. And this morning, or whatever you want to call it, last night, whatever, I got in at 6 a.m. So sun was coming up when I was trying to catch a few hours of sleep before, so straight rally for mind pump over here there's no way i can miss two episodes <laughs> You're in a row such a soldier but uh so what you got and i wanted to save this uh you know for to talk to you guys a little bit about but there's a lot of drama going on right now there's a new there's a new oh there's even i got so much Ooh, for you guys right now <laughs> oh there's more than we know oh there's more that's why i told you i was saving it for when we got who over. slept with who yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't know so there's all this stuff which going Kardashian on is banging which one and i and i do i do want to bring it up and hear dave's perspective on it and what he thinks what and stuff so i'll tell you guys what i what i've learned what i know uh myself and then uh what i know are facts but and then i'll t- explain what are rumors and what i don't know for sure first of all um, IFBB and NPC are kind of like the godfather of uh, the bodybuilding industry, right? And, you know, for a very long time, uh, it's pretty much been just them. Now, there's been other uh, companies that have tried to start or rival it. We kind of talked about that before. But uh, the most recent news that's happened is one of the uh, main executives, judges that it's part of IFBB, um, is branching off and doing his own thing, Lee Thompson. Uh, Lee Thompson was a head judge out of uh, uh, Texas, 
and is now starting a league called NPC Global. And before that had happened, I had already heard about Steve Cook, Kai Green, and Dana Bailey not competing in Olympia. They pulled out last minute, and so this is this is rumor. So are they connected? Or so, that's okay, the rumor so this part? is this is rumor. Okay. I don't know this. I don't have a hundred percent facts, but you know, I will tell you that a lot of those people come from the Texas area, um, and you know, they uh, supposedly are interested in joining that league, which could be really big for them to have Kai Green, Dana Bailey, Steve Cook, those big names. Hopping over there right away. Is there any word out on if they're going to change how the judging is done? Are they going to change the look that they're looking for? Because usually when another organization comes out, aside, because I know they said they, they want to have a shared economy, they call it, where we pay the athletes uh, you know, uh, to compete, even amateurs. But sometimes, a lot of times they'll say, we're also looking for something a little different. Like I don't know if you guys remember the uh, well, the WBF back in the early 90s. Was it World Bodybuilding Federation? Yeah, uh-huh. WBFF. And they'd come out and like costumes and shit and make it kind of like you know like a, almost like the the uh, like world wrestling yeah. federation at the time so what that totally makes sense what what they're <laughs> what they're <laughs> saying awesome what they're saying is that um less of it being so different and more uh trying to uh create more clarity of what judges are looking for so they're supposed to be like real-time judging and live feedback for the athletes and and like the coaches and stuff like that. So if I'm up on stage and I'm competing, you supposedly are going to be able to hear the judges going like, "Oh yeah, no, I really like his deltoids, but oh his his back." While is, you're uh, posing and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Not me. I won't. Oh, hear oh but like, the, okay. Yeah, because li- that was fucking me about stage. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Li- listeners will be able to, to hear that. Hear the real time judging oh, going on and the and then the the scoring you'll get to know right away. So so it'll be a little more cut and dry. So I that's see. kind of the pitch. But here's the the new dirt that I that I found, and this is some factual stuff that you guys. I'll, I'll send you guys the articles. So I'm talking back and forth with one of my other buddies, who's also a coach like Dave, and he's been around the industry for a really long time. And I said, "Hey, what do you think about this new this new division and stuff, and what's going on?" He's like, "Ah, bullshit. It's not going to last this and that." And so he's all super anti it. And I said, "Well, I don't." I said, "It sounds kind of good. Like it sounds like it could be either good for the NPC and IPB because maybe it'll it'll uh, force them to do some things that are better for the athletes or whatever, and maybe it'll create more opportunities by another division, whatever, right?" So I, I saw the positive side. And he, he started to kind of talk uh, about uh, Lee Thompson is just he's not a fan of him. I said, well, I, I don't really know much about him from what I've read and this and that. So he started sending me all these articles. And I was so in 2009, this dude was indicted for uh, a steroid scandal and money laundering through the, <laughs> through the MPC. Wow. And so this was so this is now this is the not, guy that's creating the new one. Yes. Okay. And this this is this was in the paper. This was in the, the media, huh? Oh yeah. No, I'll send the articles over to you. I read, it's a big old long article. Uh, I read all this stuff. So these are these are all facts. And so it, you know, this is the, what the the real story is that okay, so IFBB has pretty much said it's it's time for you to leave. You know, you you know, obviously they can't have an executive. So you think he left and he's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing. So Uh that makes more sense now to me. You know, that makes more sense. It's like the lows of uh, Home Depot, right? Got it. Now, Dave, did you know know any of this? Did you know any of this yet? Uh, I I did hear some. Yeah, I was starting to get texted like the minute it came out. Hey, did you hear this? Hey, did you hear that? And I was just like, oh, interesting, interesting. But um, what do you think? I I think it's going to be hard. I think it's going to be hard to get a lot of people to switch over. They put a lot of time already in the MPC and the IFBB that for them just to switch over, it probably wouldn't be the smartest thing for them. Yeah, because security, right? They're like, man, if I switch, I'm going to burn a bridge. And then if this shit doesn't work, 
on the flip side, I was talking to Adam about this, uh, you know, competition sometimes good, but like, like the WEC was competing with the UFC for a while, Pride, and then the UFC just bought them because they did well. Well, now they still have Bellator to deal with, though. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually UFC bought Bellator. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That if may, they continue to do well. That may happen, but yeah. right now I feel like maybe that's the, the closest you know comparison sure. to what's going on with, with the, and my uh, buddy thinks that yeah. that's going to do well he's he thinks bellator I, yeah, is going to bring because he's bringing it back to the bay area well, because so. they still have a lot i mean i think the ufc is trying to legitimize you know the overall sport so they have to go through all these growing pains uh, of, here's a deal of like sponsorships and how to unify everything yeah right? when, but when your headliners are old like beat up ufc fighters then you're gonna have a tough time yeah, because you have to, you have to develop your own, and that's the thing with this new division. But still, the standard. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with this new NPC Global division. The way that I think someone like this would do well, sure, you're going to take some top guys. Maybe you you pay someone a lot, like Kai Green or whatever. We're just speculating, but you say here, move over to us, and we'll pay you a shitload of money. But really, what's going to make them explode is if they discover talent themselves, uh-huh. because otherwise they just look like yes. old IFBB guys. Yeah. But if they have a new guy that they develop. You know, um, that's when the freaking that's when you're competing. Well, you know and that's, does that make sense? Yeah, but that's what just like the UFC. What do they do? They end up they, that guy comes out and he starts there. Then they then throw they money, throw way more money. They at throw him. way yeah. more money at him, and then they just acquire him over to the. At IP. the end of the day, it's better for the athletes. <laughs> well, and that's true. what I said. So I said uh, I kind of saw the the positive yeah. side of okay, it'll create this maybe healthy rivalry between the IFBB and this new NPC Global. And maybe that will force the IFBB to have to maybe deep dip into their pockets a little bit more or offer uh, better opportunities for the athletes. So I, I kind of saw that side of it. But to me, I was most uh, surprised by, you know, I'm always looking for people's motives, you know. And, and of course, when you listen to the first interview, if you guys haven't listened to it already, I think someone posted it on my my Facebook of Lee Thompson coming out and announcing it. So it's a whole his his, you know, one on one interview or whatever mm-hmm. of him talking about. You know what he's doing in his vision, and and you know how much he cares about the athletes and mm-hmm. this and that. You know, and you you hear all that, and I can't help but think like you know, read between the lines of like, oh man, that's so nice of this guy. He cares so much about us, but you know, in reality, what's it really all about? And then when I started seeing all the articles like that, I thought, oh wow, okay, well that makes a lot more sense now that you know you don't really have a job anymore in the IFPB, so it's <laughs> it bodes be, well to start yeah, a new. Gotta, it'll, it'll be interesting for sure. Hate something. Uh, I got a question for 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 Dave. Uh, the new physique uh, was it classic division that's coming out? What do you think of that? I actually like that. I think um, a lot of the guys that are doing the men's physique now with um, with the board shorts and you know and, and they do got some legs and they like the more classical part and they want to show off their posing a little more. I think it's great for them to come over and switch. Now, are they supposed to be bigger in in the classic division, but not as big as bodybuilding? Is there a size difference? Do you, do you know? Um, not too sure, but um, okay. I, I would assume so. Okay. You know, um, I haven't followed that too much, uh, but obviously in between. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously when Men's Physique came out, it did huge, right? So they're they're assuming classical physique comes out and does just as huge. Sure. Right? Um they're turning over a lot of pros. Almost every show is about a hundred pros in the at physique. These, these big national shows. No, no, not just physique, but oh, in general, okay. mm-hmm. in all the categories. So there's a lot more pros coming into the sport. And um, the Olympia started what two, three years ago with 19 guys, and now there was what 36 this year. Yeah. And then next year there'll be 50. Why then, do you think it's such a fast-growing uh, part of uh, the IFBB? Oh, it's growing fast because of the money. You know, I mean, the faster it grows, the more money that's made. The it's, more money it that's seems, made, the faster it grows. It seems more marketable to me also. You know what I mean? Like, bodybuilders are so big now and so muscular and so freakish looking that a physique competitor 
if they could, if they put they can put them on more magazines. Oh, definitely. And more people yeah, can it's relate. definitely more appealing to the eye. It's more of a natural look. It's what uh, it's what the everyday gym rat wants to achieve. You know, he go, man, I want to look like that. And they see a bodybuilder, they go, oh, there's no way I could look like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, no matter how hard I train or you guys train, you, you probably never get to that level. No, yeah. never. Yeah, you know, but you can get to looking really good. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to is in the physique. It's looking as best as you can, showing off what you look like. It's getting pretty angles. competitive now. It's getting very competitive now, yeah. There's a lot of guys, and they all look amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, you, the last time you competed, you said, was what, 2003 in bodybuilding? Uh, 2008. 2008 in bodybuilding? Yeah, in bodybuilding. Would you think about competing ever again? Um, I mean, if I wasn't so busy and I wasn't doing my thing, I mean, possibly as a hobby, but now it's... Uh, would you do? Would you stay in bodybuilding, or would you do a different category? I would either do bodybuilding or classical physique. Classical, you know, yeah. I, I like to train my legs. My legs look pretty good, I think. Yeah, and, you, you um, got wheels. Mm-hmm. I would show them off. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Awesome. Well, uh, and now you were not at the Olympia weekend. No, I wasn't able Adam. to make it out there this weekend. I had a lot going on with starting up the shop, trying to get some uh, some things set up. You know, one of the big things we're looking to get out of there is um, Live Fit Apparel line. We just placed the order for 23 different items on that. Uh, that should be in by Thursday and ready to go for our grand opening this Saturday. Saturday grand opening. Saturday grand opening, Love yep, it. from 10 a.m. Nice. till 4 p.m. You getting balloons? Getting balloons, getting, <laughs> getting get DJ, getting out food out there. We're going to have games, prizes, all that stuff. That's beautiful. 20% off everything. I love it. So, um, okay, so besides all that, you weren't at the Olympia. And earlier when we were off the mics here, you and Adam were talking about what these conventions are kind of like. Some of a lot of our listeners have never been to one of these conventions. <laughs> like break it down because uh, you know you guys were talking about it, and I've been to and I, for me it's like I've been to two, and I'm like I don't want to really ever go again. I mean, what, what are they? What, what are they like? Dude, you're just trying to get us to talk shit, bro. It's all good, dude. <laughs> I can talk shit if you want. He's such a he's such a bird. He's such a dog right there. Yeah, that's why he brings it up because we were talking shit before we got on the mic, and then sounds like no, you know, it's I'm not gonna... that you're talking shit. You're just you know you're kind of breaking it down. Well, here's. You know? Here's the thing. There, uh, <clears throat> I think if you're into the world, if you're into bodybuilding, you're into men's physique, you're into bikini, if you're into that stuff, I believe it's something you should do at least once. At least once you should go check it out. It's a, it's quite the spectacle. Um, I've never uh, been into celebrities or I don't get uh, – that doesn't impress me. I'm not into that stuff, right, where I kind of feel like it's turned into this <clears> – <throat> like social media, Instagram, uh, celebrity, like, so it's uh, a lot more social media celebrities now. Yeah. And it, it, it feels very, uh, red, red carpetish. Um, so like when shreds came in, Oh was, God, I was going to ask you about dude, this. Yeah. It's crazy. It, like homeboy comes out with his mirror glasses. And first of all, first of all, eh. first of all, they're rolling with like uh, you know five of the the biggest name security guards in like the the industry, like people that are That's security stupid. for like all your big rappers and you know rock stars. <laughs> they, and, they need security, so they yeah. they have they have those yeah, guys that cool. are that are, that roll in with them. They come that. in entourage style with the whole camera with on a crane and like a whole group of them all all in the matching jumpers and everything like that and just the place goes insane dude and it's like i literally throw up in my mouth (laughs) (laughs) because it's just yeah right you went up and hugged oh i did i was just like i couldn't wait i was teasing mike i don't know if you guys saw my periscope or not but i did i periscope that when mike picked me up to head over there and, and mike's totally not in that world and i'm just like Told, called him out, said, hey, he can't wait to get over there and meet Devin Physique and Joey Swole. He wants to take pictures with them <laughs> so okay. bad. Mm. But the people people wait in these lines 
for like, I'm not kidding, 45 minutes to an hour to get, you know, a handshake and a picture with one of these Instagram famous people. <laughs> and it's just... Um, it's the future. It looks like the future of the sport. It looks like the future is, uh, you know, you used to have to rely on an organization to promote you, but now you just promote yourself. Yeah. Well, a lot of these guys are promoted through there, which would be a great little yeah, thing. Yeah, but the, the athletes, I respect that. It's They don't even compete. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. Yeah, it's yeah. true. No, your personality. Like, I respect the athlete. I don't respect that. Well, and here's any. So, That's the Kardashian effect. So I got one for you guys. You guys will like this, too. So I found this out. So a, a, a good girlfriend of mine, uh, she she's like me. She's very into the business side of the social media. And she likes digging through like these companies like shreds and seeing like how much of this is a facade. How much is this real? What's it like? Uh-huh. And so uh, like wh- one of the things that like, people just don't realize is like, you know, like their office is also, you know, Devin's page, Joey's Arvin's. It's all their house and kitchen. So it's like it's one place that all the, everybody lives everybody gets photo yeah Photoshop yeah gets yeah. all the photos taken of like oh yeah and they have their marketing media manager that writes all their posts for them and then they just like you know so yeah a, a, a lot of this stuff is uh, I I understand that yeah it's very but a lot of people don't you know yeah. a lot of people uh, they eat it up you know they eat it up and they're just they think yeah, they're like, sheep. These people are just like these these are amaz- amazing 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 people that just care so much about everybody and their health and wellness and I'm just like you know these these guys are just like the the face of this supplement line and that's the other thing too is that a lot of these companies are whoring them out you know it's a uh, the supplement companies really making oh, them yeah, you yeah. know absolutely and it's great because they're so smart because they feed into these young kids egos you know, because how cool is it to walk into this place? It'll make a lot of noise. Oh, and yeah. Like, hey. And like the place goes nuts and people snapping pictures and waiting in line. I mean, I would I would, I would be lying if I said it doesn't feel good to walk around and people stop me and say hi and to want to take a picture with me. And so it feels good. It would feel good for anybody. And I have no idea what that feels like at that celebrity level of those guys when they walk in. But the thing is, that's what these companies do is they find that. And they they feed right into that with these kids yeah. and like make them feel like these superstars. But at the end of the day, the people really making the money are the people that are that are doing setting it all right. up, you know. The so owners. that's that's the crazy part. I don't know some of these some of these uh, social media kids or whatever make a shitload of money, yeah. bro. Make oh, a shitload of money. I think they're doing all right. Yeah, some of them like like these YouTube kids that'll like play video games and shit, and people record yeah. them playing video games. One kid, I don't remember what his name was, PewDiePie, I think his name is. He's like the lead. He plays Minecraft. My son plays Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kid made seven like Twitch. He made something like seven TV, million dollars. Twitch TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it, I, I heard something about uh, some statistic. I don't know if it's true or not, but you make uh, after every like hundred thousand uh, subscribers, you get like something like fifty thousand or something like that. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. So Doug you, would know that. I don't know that. That it, I wouldn't confirm. You're that, supposed to know that. It's Doug. something like that. It's your job to so, know that shit, Doug. All right, whatever. We're going to start a YouTube channel. I, well, I've heard I've heard all kinds of random. The, the probably the most accurate, based off of what I've seen um, from myself, is you know you should be able to convert a, a dollar a dollar to a, a follower type of deal. So like if you've got a hundred thousand followers, you should be able to convert that to about a hundred thousand dollars a year. If you if you well, if you're smart, but I mean yeah. Like, yeah, like it's, it's just as far as like overall advertisement, they'll pay you. Oh, you mean like if somebody else sees that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you start getting over over a uh, hundred thousand plus followers, that's where I mean, even before that, I mean, it, companies were already coming after me and trying to see if that I would promote their stuff. And at that point, 
as a social media kid or whatever, you you have over a hundred thousand people that are tied to you. You have a lot of leverage, and I think that's what they don't understand. Yeah, they get excited because all these companies are offering them free T-shirts and shit or free supplements. But in, they sign a contract yeah, where it's exclusive. You have and, no yeah. idea how much power you have if you've got 40,000 to 100,000 people that are tuning in to you every single day. That is so much more than a t shirt. Well, that's the beginning. It gives them an opportunity, I guess. You know, maybe they start somewhere and then they start to learn, and some of them get taken advantage of. It's like any other industry shit. Hollywood, I mean, all these industries, I think, Porn. Do the same thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. No, I, I think that's it's a very, good industry. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very a lot of you know solid you know yeah but who's really practices. who's really making the money how many how many how many you the know, women the pimp the, the women and the, the the people making the porn no see here's the thing I know you're right the women do make here's the, the thing most. here's the thing so this is what the internet has done to porn the internet has made no, it's the distributor the, it has made individual like amateur people famous and then they make a lot of money instead of the other way around so i'm wondering if like in physique and bodybuilding stuff if that'll go, start happening oh yeah it should like like you're just gonna promote yourself like why am i gonna you know what i mean you know what i'm saying i'm gonna make so, myself famous and then you're gonna pay me because i'm already famous well let's paint that picture what is what do you would you see like the future of of this sport like well, evolving into as far as that goes with okay, sponsorships so this is what i and this is also and it used to be you had to look good and that's it now you got to look good, and you should be able to present yourself in terms of social media. Well, this is where that's Kai, too hard. Kai Green and Dana Bailey. Okay, this has a lot to do with whether they end up going. Whether that's a rumor about them going to the NBC Clubs, that, that that I don't know is a fact. A lot of it could be too that they're just they're realizing that that them competing at Olympia does nothing for them anymore. They already have a name. They're already huge. Going go you know going into this is, is only helping that. You know what? The that's industry- a- that's a great point because it, because you know 20 years ago winning Mr. Olympia gave you a shitload of credibility in terms of being able to sell supplements and programs and products and put you on a magazine. Now, I bet some of the top sellers are not bo- oh. not even may, maybe not even competitors. Well, exactly. That's Shreds yeah. is a perfect example of that. They're yeah. they're cranking out more supplements than any other anybody else. Yeah, they're more interested in you you doing a squat on one of those fucking rolling things and, you know, dumbass shit D- dude, on social media. Dude, that's crazy. Who did that? Oh yeah, that was uh, Bradley Martin, dude. Dude, don't that, do that is dumbass shit. You, did you see that? Dave? I didn't see that one. No, I must have missed oh, it. Dude. So it's like you know those little skateboard things that look like little segways, but there's no. There's you know what? I did see that. I did. Yeah, I lied. dude, yeah. he was doing it's just stupid shit like it was that. Like four hundred pounds or something, wasn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, I did see it. Like that. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. thanks. But anyway, I mean, but that's what the and, and I I give him like credit to the fact that he knows that that's gonna get him like a million hits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what. It's like somewhat of a dangerous element now we got to throw in there for people to give a shit, you know? And so that's what makes you money. Well, I also think that's where this is where we came from. And this is why we do what we do. Exactly. That's why I have to say, you know, call it out and be like, stop fucking doing that. And and that's just it is that it's it's I I respect him for doing it. You know what he's doing, because he's like you said, he's being when you think about it as far as from a marketing standpoint, it's smart because like you said, fucking a million people shared that thing. You know, they see it and it's like, holy shit, that's crazy. He did that. It's stupid too. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's also going to get, you know, 100,000 people now that he didn't have before now watching that. So you can't hate on him too much about it. But at the same time, too, that's what we've always been about is like bringing shit to light and being like, you know, do not go out and do some stupid shit. It's cool if you want to look at it and you think it's cool and it's funny. But by no means do you want to emulate that because you see like you're this fucking insta famous kid that you want to be like you know doing so i guess that's the hard part and i think 
you know, we're going to see more of that as 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 uh, shit as as we continue to evolve in this industry and it keeps going. Is yeah. you know, you're going to see a lot of these these athletes starting to promote themselves and do things, and it's going to be hard for the average person to kind of weed out who's bullshit, who knows what they're doing. Well, I just wish that that was more tied into like you know the jackass stunts. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a place for that, and it's awesome. It's hilarious, and you know you expect them to hurt themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Don't put that. Don't cross that. Hey, man. The same, you know, at the same into time, the same world. At, in the same time, let's just be honest. The personal training industry is guilty as shit for some of that stuff too. I know. Remember that That's whole. Why I'm trying. You know, we're trying on. to clean that shit. We up. were all trainers during it's the freaking joke. physio ball it's everything. Joke, you know, dude. era. Remember <laughs> that, Dave? I remember it. Yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people actually got hurt on that thing. Dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually banned people from doing the chest press on it because a lot of times it popped and a guy would break his back. Oh, no shit. shit. I've seen it happen, dude. You saw it pop? You yeah. No, you didn't. I did. Where was oh, that? Gold? Jeez, I don't even remember what gym it was at. Yeah, but all of a sudden here's kaboom and guys on his back. I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's so funny. It's so fun. You're right, though. You are right that we have we have definitely, um, you know, it's just like the exercise thing too, though, which just makes me die laughing when I see the tag, the one you tagged me the other day on the the weighted pull up machine doing push downs oh, yeah. with, for your triceps. God, do you see that, David? Do you still see that at Gold's where people I, I, use? I see it? a lot for uh, the butt. Yeah. I get a lot of that one. Do you now? Now what? You're obviously an internally very strong person because you don't walk over and slap them in the face. <laughs> what, like, how do you tr- how do you prepare yourself to not say? Do you just ignore them? Because that would drive me nuts if I was working in that gym. You know, I mean, I, I'm there 12 hours a day, every day, <laughs> you see a lot of shit. 60 hours a week. I see almost everything, and I just look, I smile, and I go, hmm. okay, <laughs> to each their own. That's interesting. That's pretty much what it is. To each their own. You know, I mean, everybody does something for a reason. Whatever that reason is, is totally up to them, man. I saw a guy. Where was it? I think it was. At your golds, he was and he was kind of built, but he was using the row machine and he was like bending over and doing shoulder press with it. So like bending over, kind of putting up his head against the pad, and then like, and I'm like, why don't you just do a standing shoulder press? I don't get why. Well, that, that's why you got to use the so, row I, machine for that. You know, uh, because I'm such a huge Shreds fan. I was looking at Joey Swell's page the other day, <laughs> and uh, he he the just, haters have <laughs> arrived. I know yeah, that's yeah. us, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. I just can't help. Mount it's, up. It's too easy, man. It's too easy when you do shit that I, uh, that everybody like, and I, I can't help but look at like 5,000 comments of people sharing going like, oh, check this out. We got to try that next week. And I'm going like, what was it? He, so he took a, a cable fly machine, right? And then he did a, um, what he did was he used a preacher bench to lay his back up against it. And create basically an incline fly, but it was just like this. What? Yeah, all this extravagant shit to create an incline fly. And I thought, well, you could have put a bench there. Yeah, you you could have used the benches as I have, or you could have just dropped the, the free motion so machine. Given that you don't have a bench or dumbbells or like anything available, you know this is your easy fix to that. It, it you is. know what? We should make a fucking. We should make a bunch of videos like where we just get super creative. Fucking creative. I would love absurdity. Ever do, do curls on the leg extension? We'll call it creative absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They, they, people will be doing these these exercises that are just so over the top that it's like, there's already a machine that's created for that, dude. There's no reason for you to go <laughs> wheel over a bunch of other equipment and do all this weird <laughs> shit to try and emulate it. Like, that machine actually is right over there and nobody's using it. Well, see, I, I mean, I know working in gyms, I've seen just some crazy shit. And I wonder if the crowd, if you see different types of crazy shit at Gold's versus 24. Like is there? You have to. I think it, it's a, like it's worse at twenty four. Yeah, because it's twenty four is worse. That's just like the vibe. Hey, which one? Which one's worse in terms of just crazy shit that you see, Dave? 
I would say probably gold has more stuff just because there's more people there. There's more equipment and there's more things to get fancy with. You know, I mean, 24 <laughs> hour fitness is pretty basic. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, true. you know what I think a lot of it comes down to is um, people get bored. Yeah, people get bored doing the same thing. They're like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. Well, you know, and here's and this is I told these guys before that this is where I'm kind of OK with it. And I because and I, I know I'm sure I mean, you'll probably catch me do something that's kind of different or weird once in a blue moon. And that's why I do it, because I'm bored as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do something different just to entertain myself. I where I have an issue with it is when I see these young kids that are emulating it. That's like, dude, you should be there's so many foundational lifts that you need to be doing to build that physique of yours before you start getting creative like that, because you, it, well, there's a lot. Yeah. You haven't earned boredom yet. <laughs> you, know yeah. you haven't yeah. earned. You haven't earned boredom yet. You need to be doing some squats and bench press and deadlifts oh. for a little bit longer, dude. I, I see it all the time. You'll see the young kids, you know, eighteen, nineteen, skinny. They want to build muscle, and you could tell they're really serious. Like, oh, they're so excited because they're lifting weights. Yeah, and then they're and doing they're doing these- like a like a shit ton of like machine arm exercises because it's bicep day. And they're going from one machine to another, and they're getting they're fucking going crazy. And, it, and and I'm watching them like if you just barbell rode and got stronger at that, it would crush everything else you're doing in there, you know, with all those machines. And they are you're right, they're emulating a lot of these uh, other guys who are already big and muscular who then get bored and want to invent shit or just you know get a good pump. Yeah, you know, I had a question for you, Dave. Circling back around to your coaching, do you do you think you coach more uh, women competitors than men, or do you what do you think? You have a lot of both, and I, I, me personally, I do have a lot of both. You know, my my clientele is fifty fifty with my clients. Um, so in terms of bikini competitors and men's physique competitors, I I think I work well with both, and I think a lot of that attributes to um, the way my wife looks. You know, she looks really great in my opinion, and people see that, and so they obviously know that. Oh wow, he works good with males and females. Yeah, you know, some people get along with males better than females some people can get along with females better than males and i just have the luxury of i can get along with both i'm very personable um my youngest client is 14 years old my oldest client is 73 years old so i can i can pretty much you know work with the the broad spectrum of things um some people they like to just have a niche and whether that's males or females that's fine everybody has a specialty you know yeah what's your what's your favorite kind of client overall not not necessarily male female but in terms of goal or age or favorite client, I would have to say is the one who's going to be dedicated and consistent. So you so just like the hard. Really I just I just on. like someone that works hard because I can take someone who works hard and maybe has the worst genetics, and I could put them on stage and they they could come out top five. Awesome. And, and that's God's honest truth. I've done it before. So and I would say that wouldn't you think that that's probably and I feel the same way too. I really like dealing with athletes for that reason. There's nothing cooler than telling someone to do something and you don't even have to worry whether they're going to do it or not. You know, which your average client, it's like you tell them to do something and then half the time too, you're just like, you know, did he do all of it or did he do right. half of it or he lie about this or you know half ass this with with competitors. I imagine you know, 90% of your competitors are doing exactly what you tell them to do because they're in the sport of it. Right. Right. And then, and then most of the competitors, you know, um, they're, they're using your service as, um, more online. So you're, you're working with them remotely. So you actually never see them face to face. So they have to follow everything because you're not there to ride them on a daily basis. A lot of my individual clients I see on a daily basis and I know, Hey, you didn't come to the gym today. They're like, Oh, 
yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I know you know. I've, I've been here. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Well, good deal, man. So uh, Saturday's your big grand opening party, Nutra Shop? Yep, this Saturday this from Saturday. Uh, 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. All right, perfect. And uh, Are you doing uh, discounts? What do you got going yeah. on? What's, what's uh, we got 20% off everything. We're going to be raffling some prizes. Um, we're going to have the, the meal service there that we're going to be providing for everybody to go ahead and try out, see how they like it. Uh, the Live Fit Apparel will be there. Uh, she's will have like what two, three hundred items there. So anybody that's a big, you know, Live Fit fan, you know, come on out, dude. We're gonna have uh, the widest variety from here to San Francisco around. Awesome, very nice. cool. Maybe we'll give. Uh, maybe we'll have some shirts in your store. What do you say? Yeah, we got lots of shirts. We got um, the Nutrishop shirts. We got my Impact Training shirts. We have the Live cool. Fit shirts. We're gonna get some Mind Pump shirts in there. We're gonna have some Level Up yeah. shirts in there. Yeah. Pretty much anybody else that's looking to promote the business, you know, whether it's a trainer who needs some love, you know, someone just starting out, come stop by. I get it daily. Hey, you got a good trainer for me? I'm like, well, unfortunately, I'm all booked up, but my buddy, or you know what, I got this perfect lady for you, or oh, this CrossFit studio is awesome. You know, you guys name it, come on out, show your support, and we'd love to promote you. Beautiful. Very cool. Love it. Thanks for coming, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.